Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for May 21st, 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled Leveling Up with the Word of God. Why am I talking about leveling up? Well, it is because I believe that this is a season of new levels where God has declared some things over the season. We live our lives out in times and seasons and levels and stages. And within the times and seasons, God does different things. Heaven announces different things. This is why you hear different people all over the world announcing or saying the same thing oftentimes. It's because that's what heaven is declaring over a certain season. Over this season, I believe that this is a season of new levels where we can level up in every area, every facet, every aspect of our lives. But for us to receive what God is declaring, for us to receive what God is announcing, God announces it by grace. We have to provide the faith. And so I'm tying our faith to the word of God. I'm saying that if we are going to level up in 2021, we're going to have to level up with the word of God. We have to level up our commitment to God's word. Let's get back to reading our Bible. Let's get back to nursing and rehearsing it. Let's get back to decreeing and declaring it. We are going to level up with the word of God. I've been teaching this series on leveling up with the word from the parable of the sower. This is the mother of all parables. Jesus said, if you do not understand this parable, then how can, how can you understand any parable? And so we've been studying this parable and taking our time. The title of today's message on this Friday morning, as we seek to close out the week strong, head, go into the weekend strong. The title of today's message is never give up on God. Listen, look at me. I never Give up on God. God says something to you. God decrees something. God gives you a word. You receive it. You get excited about it. But then oftentimes as believers, sometimes we let it go. We relax the grip that we have on our faith. We forget about what God said. And we're going to get to heaven only to find out that there were things that God wanted us to have that we gave up on along the way. Never give up on God. Let's talk about it. So I've been looking at the parable of the sower. This is Mark chapter 4 verses 13 through 20. The Bible says, this is Jesus speaking. The farmer or the sower is like someone who plants God's teaching down the side of people. Now, sometimes the teaching falls along the path, and those are like the people that hear the word of God, but their understanding is unfruitful. And because they do not understand the word of God, then Satan comes immediately and snatches away the word that was sown in their heart. Now, other people are like the rocky ground. These are the people that we've been studying all week. And the rocky ground people are the people that hear the teaching, but... And, and, and they quickly and gladly accept it, right? They get super excited about it, but they, they don't allow the word to go deep into their lives. And so they only keep it for a short time. And as soon as trouble comes or persecution comes because of the word that they receive, then they're quick to give up. Now, other people are like the seed that's planted amongst the thorny weeds. Now, these are the people that allow the word of God to go into their heart and the, the word is a seed and their heart is a soil. And so now it's growing, but the problem is that they have a bunch of other stuff growing in their heart too. The Bible says their heart is full of other things, like the cares of this world, the love of money, and everything else they want. And these other things grow up as weeds and choke out the word, and it does not allow the word to produce. And then lastly, some people are like good ground. Say good ground. Good ground. These are people that receive the word of God. They allow the word of God to germinate. They meditate and medicate on that word day and night. And then the word produces a harvest sometimes 30 times more 
sometimes 60 times more, sometimes 100 times more. Let's talk about it. So I'm really keying in on the rocky ground. And when I got to the rocky ground, I want to focus in on this statement. Jesus said, these are the people that receive the word, but they only keep it for a short time. They only keep it for a short time. What, so basically they give up. They give up on the word that God spoke. I'm saying never give up on God. So what does this mean for you today? As I get into three things, I have three things to share with you on this morning. I want you to rid your heart and your mind of all distractions. I want you to lock in three things. Number one, here we go. You ready? Here we go. So number one, when God plants his word in your heart, God sees it as a long-term investment. God sees it as a long-term investment. God sows his word in your heart and God is committed to that word and he is so committed to that word that he would never give up on what he said and he believes that he will bring every promise to pass so he's going to bring it to pass in the fullness of his timing. He will never give up on it. Please don't give up on God. Jesus said that the rocky ground believers are the believers that keep the word of God only for a short time. This means that Jesus is saying don't be like them. So obviously Jesus is saying you should keep the word of God as a long-term commitment, keep the word of God how long? Until I see what God said. God said something, I'm going to believe it. How long am I going to believe it? Until I see what God said. God says something, I'm going to declare it. How long am I going to declare it? Until I see what God said. I have to be committed to the word like God is committed to the word. God will never walk away from his word. If God said it, he will perform it. If God declared it, he'll make it good. I have to believe that God is going to watch over his word to perform it in my life. So when God gives you a word, when God gives me a word, we have to keep it until that word comes to pass, no matter how long it takes. Uh, so basically, unfortunately, this is what I think happens as I was meditating on this point. I think the problem is that some Christians are, are facing so many challenges, and we all face challenges, but they focus so much on the problems and not the promises of God that when they get a word from God, they get temporary relief. Let me say this again. They are... They're, their, their lives are just full of problems and they're focused on the problems and not the promises. So when they get a word from God, the word that they got from God, or maybe that, that escape that they had in church for that one hour, two hours, the word that they got from God provided temporary relief. And so it's like, oh, I got to escape my problems. I went to church and I spent an hour or two hours there and God spoke a word and now I have temporary relief. Okay, cool. God is not opposed to the temporary relief. But remember, these are the people that receive the word with gladness. They got the relief, but then they give up. So God is not opposed to the temporary relief, but God wants you to believe God for the long haul. God wants you to endure in faith. Yes, temporary happiness is okay. But when that's over, when the excitement is over, when the emotions wane, at the end of the day, you still have to have the faith to believe God and to endure that you're going to stand on that word until you see what God said. See, some people get excited. Some people uh, get super excited. But unfortunately, a week later, they don't even re remember what God said. They get so excited on Sunday, then you ask them next Sunday, and they, it's almost like they forgot what God said. No. So God is not looking for you to just get temporary relief from a praise song or worship song or word. No, God is looking for you to stand on that word until it comes to pass. God is not... Listen, let me say it this way. God is not there for your entertainment. Listen, I know that, that a lot of times, for, for whatever reason, people seem like they go to church today to get entertained. 
Uh, no, no. God is not looking to entertain you. God is looking to change you. God is looking to produce. God is looking to, to change the world through you. You are a world changer. But that's not going to happen if you just go to church to get entertained. If you just get a word and be like, oh, that was good and I feel better. No, it's not about feeling better. It's about living better. It's about changing the world. It's about becoming the man, the woman that God called you to be. It's about, it's about being a human conduit of the divine. But that's not going to happen if you don't retain, remember, rehearse what God said. God sowed a word in your heart. You have to retain it, remember it, rehearse it. You have to keep going over and over. Get that word. Keep it in your heart. Keep it before your eyes. Keep it in your heart so it can produce life-changing results. So don't allow the word of God. I had a pastor when I was uh, stationed in Texas, Pastor Sean L. Moton. He used to say that don't allow the word of God to fall off of you like water falling off of a duck's back. Like, you know, if you look at water hitting a duck's back, it just slides right off. Some people love the word. They get super excited, but then it just falls off of them. No, you, got, you can't be casual with the word of God. God is not here for your entertainment. God is here to change you and change the world. So you got to cherish. Don't be casual with the word. Cherish the word. Cherish his commands. Receive it. Think about it. Meditate on it. Meditate on it day and night. God never promises you something that he does not fully intend to bring to pass. The problem is that many of us don't hold on long enough. We allow our faith to wane, right? And, and ultimately, we allow our faith to fail. And then we're going we're gonna to get to heaven only to find out that we missed out on God's best. And it wasn't God's fault. We did not endure for the long haul in faith. Say amen to that. All right, number two. Uh, why you need faith and patience. I've, I've taught on faith and patience for years. From Hebrews 6 and 12. The Bible says that we you know, ought to remember those that went before us. They obtained the promises of God. How? Through faith and patience. We need both. If you have faith but, but no patience. Let me, let me explain the whole thing with faith and patience. Let's say there's somebody that has faith. They believe God. Say, I believe God. They believe God, but they don't have patience. So what happens is when you have somebody with faith and no patience, these are the people that get excited on Sunday. They get super duper excited. They write things down. They, 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 po they put it on their vision board. They do all of that. But since they don't have patience and, and there's a space between the promise and the performance and they don't have patience, eventually they just give up on what God said and they go on and you ask them about it three months later and they don't even know what you're talking about. So they have faith, but they don't have patience, right? Other people have patience without faith. And this is dangerous too because these are the people that that can endure and they can suffer and they can suffer long. These people specialize in long suffering, <laughs> right? So they suffer, they'll endure, they'll hold, they hold to God's unchanging hand, but they don't have the faith to change their circumstances. So all they're doing is waiting and a hoping and a wishing and a praying and, and all of that. And, and they can sing their songs and all of that, but they don't have the faith to change their circumstances. So one person has faith, but they don't have patience. So they don't hold on long enough. Other person knows how to hold on, but that's all they know how to do is hold on. And so they don't have the faith to produce any results. And so they never see change because God is not going to do anything without faith. God requires faith in the earth, right? It is impossible to please God without faith. So one person has faith, but it's short. It's a short burst of faith. Another person has patience so they can hold on, but they don't have any faith. But you need both. You need faith and patience. You need somebody that says, I believe God. I'm going to believe everything that God said, no matter how crazy it seems, no matter how supernatural it seems. I don't know how God is going to do it. I just believe he's going to do it because he said it. And so I believe and I receive it. I decree and I declare it. I don't know how, 
I don't need to know how. If God wants to tell me how, he can tell me. If he doesn't, I don't care. I just believe God. I'm going to say what God said until I see what God said. I'm going to believe it. I'm going to declare it. I'm going to get up every morning with a spring in my step, with a song in my heart, with a smile on my face. We'll believe it. I have. I raised my expectation to see everything that God said in my life, and I'm going to hold on in patience. I have patient endurance. I'm going to be consistently consistent. I'm going to, I'm going to be consistently the same. I will never give up on what God said. I'm going to believe what God said until I see what God said. I know I have it in my heart. I see it in my heart and I'm going to see. It's only a matter of time before I see in my hands what I've seen in my heart. God reveals some things to me in my prayer closet and it's only a matter of time before it comes to pass. So I have faith and I have patience. I have both. I have faith and I have patience. I'm not somebody who doesn't have faith. I can change the world because I live by faith. But I'm also somebody that has patience. I refuse to give up. I refuse to cave in. I refuse to quit. I'm not somebody like that has faith and no patience. I'm not somebody that has patience and no faith. No, I'm a believer, not a doubter. I have faith and patience. And I will see the promises of God manifested in my life. Say amen to that. All right. Number three and finally. Number three and finally. Um, the word will endure. But here's the question. Will you endure? I'm going to release you into this weekend with this question. Though I know the word is going to endure, but will you endure? Jesus said in Matthew 24 and verse 35, the whole world, the earth, the sky, everything is going to be destroyed. But my word is going to last forever. He was like, listen, this world, look around, look at everything that you see. I'm looking out the window right now. All of that stuff is going to be destroyed one day. But my word is going to last forever. The word of God will endure. The word of God is inexhaustible. It is inerrant. It is infallible. It is immutable. It is supernatural. The word of God will endure forever. Heaven and earth can pass away. Not one jot, not one tittle, not one comma, not one semicolon from the word of God is going to pass away. So the word of God is going to endure. My question is, as I release you into the weekend, will you endure with it? God spoke a word over your life. Don't be like the rocky ground people. These are the people that receive the word with gladness. But as soon as trouble comes, persecution comes, because of the word, they are quick to give up. No, you are not going to give up. I'm not going to let you give up. I'm going to speak life and blessing over you. I'm going to encourage you to keep going. I'm going to encourage you to, to endure just like the word endures. I'm going to encourage you to watch over the word just like God is watching over the word. I'm going to encourage you to, to remind yourself of what God said because God is reminding you of what he said. The word of God works, but you have to work the word. So keep your mind fixed and focused on God in this season. This is a season. Look at me. This is a season for you to level up. You keep watching me. I'm going to encourage you on a daily basis. I don't want you to give up. God doesn't want you to give up. God sent me to encourage you, to inspire you, to fire you up, to, to, to remind yourself of what God said. Everything God said over your life is going to come to pass in this season. Everything for this season will come to pass in this season. Say amen to that. Don't give up on God. Please don't give up on God because he will never give up on you. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, this is a season of leveling up for me. I level up in 2021 by giving careful attention to your word. I meditate. I medicate on your word. I do it day and night. I refuse to be casual about you or your word. You took the time to leave me your word in the Bible. And you also take the time to speak to me now. So I honor you enough to honor what you say. I cherish your word. I play it over and over in my mind. I keep it in the forefront of my heart. 
I live by every word you speak to me. Thank you, Father, for speaking to me through my pastor, through others, and directly. I do not take it lightly. I keep your word. I release my faith. I know every promise shall come to pass. I wake up every morning with great expectations. I believe you will make your word good in my life. Like Abraham, I am fully persuaded that what you have promised, you are able also to perform. I believe every promise, which is why I boldly declare, greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up. You know, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, this Friday. I'm releasing you into the weekend. Uh, let me, on Fridays, I like to mention the YouTube channel, our website. So youtube.com forward slash Rick Pena. Subscribe to that channel. Also, go to ripministries.org and check out our ministry. We're doing some things in the Dominican Republic. Isabella and I are going to go to the Dominican Republic in a few weeks to see the construction project. If you want to partner with us, go to ripministries.org, hit the donate button, make a donation. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. Don't give up on God. He will never give up on you. Go into this weekend. Open up your heart. Walk in the blessing. I love you. God loves you more. I will see you on Monday.